Proverbs, Proverbs chapter 18 this morning, and uh, just had this on my heart all week, and uh, I don't know, it'd be a little bit different, you bear with me, uh, most time I really, I've, I've always liked just to take a text and just uh, go through that text and preach it, <laughs> but we'll turn several different places this morning, and I'll be a little bit more topical than usual. Uh, but I've just got a thought on my heart. I'm going to do my best to share it to you. And uh, I'll tell you a few things about it before we get started. But we'll read a text and go from there. Proverbs 18. Look with me if you would. Uh, verse 22. Proverbs 18 and verse number 22. When you find your place and stand with me. If you can enable it, honor and reverence to the reading of the word of the Lord. The Bible said, Whoso findeth a wife findeth a good thing. And obtaineth favor of the Lord. The poor useth entreaties, but the rich answereth roughly. A man that hath friends must show himself friendly. And there is a friend that stands closer than a brother. Let's pray, Heavenly Father, Lord, I should do love you this morning. Lord, I'm thankful for what we've got in our hearts already. Lord, I pray for every request, every need that's been made known today. God, I pray you touch that to every heart, each and every life. Lord, I pray for those unspoken requests. Lord, I pray you touch there. Lord, I pray if there be one of the midst this morning, lost none of that yet. Lord, I pray you'd save them. Because everlasting too late, we'll be careful. Give you all the praise, all the honor, and all the glory. For we ask it in Jesus' wonderful name. Amen. And amen. You be seated. And thank you for standing. I'll read a few verses to you here uh, this morning. But <coughs> I'm interested. There's a lot of preaching you can do out of those three verses. But... Uh, verse 23, the Bible said, The poor useth entreaties, but the rich uh, answereth roughly. And uh, there's an application can be made there. And I, uh, I, I might preach that one of these days. But uh, then verse number, uh, what is it, verse 24? That's one of my favorite verses in the book of Proverbs. The Bible said, A man that hath friends <coughs> excuse me, must show himself friendly. What yeah. practical advice that is. That, right. uh, that a man, if you want to have friends, uh, you ought to first show yourself friendly. Yeah. Isn't that right? Amen. Uh, right. Go ahead and yeah. your head. Uh, the Bible said, and there is uh, a friend that stands closer than a brother. Yeah. Well, I'm glad I know him, aren't you? Yeah. And, uh, but what I'm really interested in this morning is verse 22. The Bible said, Solomon, under inspiration of the Holy Ghost, said that whoso findeth a wife, findeth a good thing and obtaineth favor of the Lord. That's what's just been on my heart all week. Last Sunday night, we was, uh, I was up there going to preach at uh, Brother James up there at Westview, and I was aggravating going alley about something. I forget what he said. And I, I looked at him and I said, the Bible said, uh, whoso findeth a wife findeth a good thing. And I said, uh, I said, bless God, I, he's, he's a bitch about something like they always do. And I, 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 I was just laying on thick and I said, uh, I put my arm around Kim and I said, I'm going to go get you a shirt that, in great old big letters that says good thing. I said, I, I mean, I'm talking about this one. I ain't, I ain't sad about it. Or, and I was aggravating them and picking on them, but I, I just had that in my mind all week this week. And uh, I, I just seemed like yesterday I came up here to study and I just couldn't get off my heart. I'm going to try to preach a little while this morning. Lord, help me on that thought. A good thing. Yeah. Uh, it's just what's on my heart, a good thing. And uh, I, I will say this, I, uh, I was picking on Noah a minute ago, and all uh, oh, you ladies in the Bible didn't say, whoso findeth a good wife, findeth a good thing. That's not what the Bible said. 
Well, y'all better than him, right? That's not what it's saying. The Bible said, Whoso findeth a wife findeth a good thing. Isn't that right? And I asked me on the old man to go. He's thinking about something. I don't know. I asked him, I said, You ought to thank the Lord. You ought to thank the Lord every day for that the Lord give you Miss Allen. He said, Oh, yeah, she makes me late. She does this and she does that. I, I, I was aggravating him. But can I say this? Uh, now, I realize that they ain't one of us. Now, you ladies, you, you, if you'll get with me right here, we'll move on. I realize you ladies, uh, they ain't none of us this morning that are perfect. Am I saying amen right there? Oh, amen. Ain't that right? We've yeah. all got flaws, and uh, we've all got things that go on our nerves. God knows that. Hey, things I do get on my wife's nerves, and God knows they they say she does gets on my nerves. But I was thinking on Noah a minute ago, and uh, I mean this from the bottom of my heart. They things that uh, they start always just easy selling. And but I will say that it's not said who's gonna find the wife findeth a good thing. And I, I told Noah, I said, I mean this for it. So I said the Bible said that every wife, whoso findeth a wife, findeth a good thing. Isn't that right? And I said every wife is a good thing. But for some reason, he gave me the base. Go ahead. Is that right? Every one of you men ought to feel that way about your yeah, wife, that right. she is the base. Bless God. I, I thought we were just going to come in and have a little quick service. No, that's y'all bogging down. Some of you men uh, look like you might get sick to your stomach. Bless God. <laughs> I tell you this morning, uh, it's time we put some things in order uh, and realize she is a good thing. Uh, the Bible said when God created Adam and the in the garden, uh, he saw that Adam was alone uh, and it was not good for the man to be alone. Uh, so he took the rib of Adam and made a woman uh, and brought her unto the man to be a helpmate. Uh, the Bible said, Whoso findeth a wife, uh, findeth a good thing. I preach a little while on that a good thing. Just a, that thought of a good thing. I, I'm going to preach a little bit to the wives and uh, a little bit to the husbands, and we're going to make some application. And uh, you bear with me, and we'll go to the house, all right? Uh, notice with me there, verse 22. I said, Whoso finds a wife, findeth a good thing. That's not all that happened, though. Uh, and obtained a favor of the Lord. Now, I want you to know with me quickly. Here, verse 22. Notice we made the desire for a bride. I've been looking all uh, uh, yesterday. I spent several several hours up here uh, looking at almost every incident uh, that the Bible talks about a wife or a bride or a helpmate. It's in the context of somebody looking for one. Yeah. Not every time, but almost every time. Notice what your Bible said. Whoso, we know what that means, that's whosoever, that's it, yeah. whoever, isn't that right? Whoso findeth a wife. That tells me, John, evidently they're looking for one. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Tomorrow, yeah. right there. Tells me, evidently, they're looking for one. Boy, y'all just, I don't know why. I don't know what's going on, but it's making me a little bit nervous. I'm just going to be honest with you. I, I tell you, uh, every man, there's something in every man uh, 
uh, that he desires to find a wife. Isn't that right? right? I, I told Russell Big Home Great Grain yesterday, uh, he and my brother had. Uh, uh, Houston Parks called me and uh, they were talking and I said, Richard, uh, what are y'all going to do this thing? And I said, I'm going to go home and kiss my wife. And uh, he said, Houston said, I believe I will too. That sounds like a good idea. I believe I'll go home and kiss Miss Brittany. And uh, Brittany said, I don't know who I'm going to kiss. Uh, I said, well, I don't know either. But uh, can I say this? Every man has a desire uh, to find a helpmate. Uh, it is a natural thing uh, for a man to desire uh, to find a wife. I know things have changed, uh, but can I say this? Uh, it's still in the according to the scriptures. Uh, it's not the wife that finds the husband, uh, uh, but rather it is the husband uh, that findeth the wife. Is that yeah. what the Bible said? Uh, and every man has that desire, uh, that drive, if you would, uh, uh, to find the wife. Uh, yeah, Y'all just are pitiful this morning. Uh, I'm not telling you nothing this wrong. We're going to get some good stuff here in a minute. Uh, it made it do some of us men good to remember how much we pursued after her. Uh, yeah. That drive that we had to find her. Uh, that drive that we had to win her. Uh, and the Bible said, Whoso findeth a wife, uh, uh, findeth a good thing. You say, preacher, you don't know what my wife's like at home. You're right, I don't. But I'm telling you, according to the Lord Himself, if you found a wife, you found a good thing. That's right. Ain't that right? Yeah. Now listen, I'm not joking. I'm not picking. I've been just serious. Someday, according to the Word of God, if you found a wife, you found a good thing. Isn't that right? And not only that, you've obtained favor with the Lord. That's what the Bible says. Right. That's not my opinion. That's not what I think. Uh, that's what the Bible said. Isn't that right? Uh, I'm telling you, there's a drive. There's a desire in every man to find a wife. Yeah, right. Now, I'll say this. While well, any Bible said, who's so far as a wife finds a good thing, I'll say this to you young men. You ought to strive to find the right one. Yeah, yeah, right. Ain't that right? Yeah. You ought to strive to find the one that uh, God has in store for you. And uh, you, that my grandma, my grandpa used to say his his mama, my great grandmother told him when he got married. Here's all she said to him, Ronald. Uh, she said, "You'd make your bed hard, uh, or you'd make it soft. But either yeah. way, you're gonna lay." That's right. Ain't that right? Uh, I'm telling you, uh, according to the Word of God, who so findeth a wife. Findeth a good thing and obtaineth favor with the Lord, but I'm telling you, young men, that you can make your bed hard, or you can make it soft. Isn't that right? Amen. You can make your life good, or you can make it bad. I'm just being honest. But it's time we put some things in order and realize that she is a gift from God. And every man, God give every man a desire to have that help made. You know why that is? The Bible said that God saw that it was not good for the man to be alone. Man, let's just be honest this morning. Now, some of you must have been feuding and fighting before you got here today. Because you you look like you need to go take some Pepto-Bismol uh, and go lay down. I mean, you look like you're in bad shape. Uh, but I'm telling you, let's just be real honest. Uh, John, where would we be uh, without our wife this morning? Uh, no, I'm speaking on no, I tell you this. Uh, and no, said this himself. Uh, no, wouldn't have them clothes on that match this morning. 
Yeah. Yeah. Right there, right? Let's just be honest. Where would we be without her? The Lord knew what He was saying when He said it is not good for the man to be alone. She is a helpmate. She is a companion. Amen. That's right. And it's a good thing tonight when a man flies away. I will say this. Talking about that desire. I was talking about the fact that every man in here had the desire to woo and to win and to find the bride. I was thinking about that. I couldn't help but think how the Bible said it like this. For the Son of Man has come to seek and save that which was lost. You realize this morning, just like the, those men, as young men, you look at you look at these boys back here. They take me. Uh, uh, these teenage boys. Uh, uh, they were and I was the same way. I'm not being. I'm not belittling them. I was the same way. You was too. Uh, uh, I, I can't even hardly keep up. I do. I don't want. Them. <laughs> There's one young man in the church, Jessica. I just had learned his girlfriend's name, and then she wasn't coming around no more. I mean, I, I was so tickled. I thought, well, she comes back. Bless God, I'm going to go with that. That's over with. Uh, but can I say this? Just as every one of us men has that desire, do you realize tonight there's a God in heaven that that desire is just as strongly uh, to redeem to himself a bride? Uh, he came to seek. And save that which was lost. Uh, you know what I did several years ago? I would tell you what it was. Uh, but I'm afraid I'd mess it up. It was on August the 7th. Uh, I do know that. Uh, I don't know what year it was. Sometime 2009, I think, if I'm not mistaken. That uh, would be my life started eating that. Uh, and I mean, I'm talking about John. I was a seeking. Uh, I was pursuing. Uh, I was doing everything I could put my best foot forward. Uh, yeah. Because I desired uh, to win her. Uh, I said uh, we'll find laid out in scripture that this man has a desire I said who's so fine oh why find a good thing so it was a man's desire to have her to be his bride but then what happens is this when I realized Nancy that I that I, I was in love with my wife and I'd like to marry her I didn't just call her up and say be at the church so six time we're going to get married I didn't just call and say you ain't got no choice in this uh, we're going to get married such such time. No, I had to, I, I proposed. I 
asked her, isn't that right? I, I asked her to marry me. And how can I say no longer do we see the, 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 the desire for bride? Now we're supposed to be the decision of the bride. Yeah, right. The man's the one that pursued. He's the one that desired that. But do you realize that the decision is ultimately up to her? There's not a woman in here, not a couple in here that's been married that at one time you didn't have that you women did not absolutely strike fear in your husband's heart. There ain't nothing no scarier than getting there and saying, Would you marry me if they want if she says no? Ain't that right? I mean to love them that much and desire to be with them, God. And in the back of your mind, you know, if she says no, there's not a thing you can do. That's right. Ain't that right? The decision of the bride. Well, first the Bible said here in Genesis 24. I'd love to read the whole chapter to you. You know the, the account. Abraham sent the servant to find a bride for Isaac. And let's pick up reading verse 55. Uh, verse 55. Let's read verse 54. The Bible said they did eat and drink. He and the men that were with him tarried all night. They rose up in the morning. He said, send me away unto my master. Her brother and her mother uh, said, let the damsel abide with us a few days. At the least ten, after that she shall go. He said to them, hinder me not, saying, Lord hath prospered my way. Send me away that I may go to my master. And they said, we will call the damsel and inquire at her mouth. Let me catch you up real quick. The servants come and he's found Rebecca. Rebecca's taken back to her uh, mom and daddy's house and they've stood the servant or the servant and the servants that were with him. They've stayed there all the night. The Bible said it. Uh, the next morning he gets up and he looks at uh, Rebecca's mother and he looks at her brother and he says, all right, it's time for me to get on back to Abraham. Time for me to get on back. Uh, uh, just let's load up the camels. Let's get everything together. And uh, I'm headed back home. And uh, they said, oh, no, 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 no. Let the damsel abide with us a few days. Yeah. At the least, 10. Right? Yeah. I'll get there in a minute. At the least, 10. Yeah. That servant said, oh, no. I can't tarry. I'm not staying 10 days. I'm not waiting until it's convenient. I've got to get back to Abraham. I've been sent with a task, and I must get back. Here's what they said. They said, let us call the damsel and inquire at her mouth. What's what your Bible said? Notice this, verse number, uh, what is it, 58? Verse 58, the Bible said, And they called Rebecca and said unto her, Wilt thou go with this man? What a question. Yeah. What a question. Wilt thou go with this man? Boy, I love what the Bible says. And she said, I will go. Yeah. Yeah. And I said tonight, this morning, that it is the bride's decision. I got to think about that. I, I love, I've got a whole message I preach out of Genesis 24. And I'm going to try to skip to you real, real quick. Uh, I got to think about a night that there was an unnamed servant uh, from a faraway land that come and yeah. began to speak to my heart and show me that began to woo and win me. And you read the rest of the whole chapter, you'll find that servant brought uh, gold and silver and jewels and Told of Abraham and of Isaac and uh, wooed her. Uh, and I thought about how the Holy Ghost come and wooed and warmed my heart. Uh, there was a crowd there that night, that mother and brother. They said, let her abide a few days. Uh, at the very least, ten. Uh, I say, that's how the devil always works. Uh, he'll not tell you don't get saved. He'll just tell you to wait. 
Yeah. They didn't say don't let her go. They just said let her wait. Yeah, Let's just wait 10 days. Uh, oh, but that servant said, I can't wait. Uh, I've been sent with a task and I must go. Uh, and it finally boiled down to the point. They said, we'll just have to call the damsel and inquire her mouth. Up to this point, Rebecca's not hardly said nothing in chapter 25. Yeah. They call her up and they say, will thou go with this man? What a statement. What a question. I mean, if she says yes, her whole life's going to change in just a moment. Yeah. Rebecca said that the Bible said she said, I will go. They saw a man and woman married in this business morning. There was not a point in that she chose. There <laughs> right. Not a one in this building, there was not a time that she chose you. And the Milby used to say, there's a lot of truth in it. He said, You married her because you loved her. And they were loved because you married to her. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of truth in that. You realize, listen, I, I'm not being ugly. I'm going to be real transparent with you this morning. I, we, I know some marriage conference, and I'm going to get to the application in a minute, but I'm going to tell you it's not always a bed of roses. That's right. Hey, sometimes it's not always easy. There's some hard feelings. There's times my wife says things she wished she hadn't said. There's a whole lot of times I say things I later wish I hadn't said. She's a whole lot more reserved than I am. I, I, I'm quick to say something. If I'm not real careful, I'll say something and immediately I'll think, boy, I wish I hadn't said that. Mm, right. there are, I don't know remember do that, but I do. There's times that's not always easy. Can I tell you something? It do us good men to remember there was a time you chose her above everybody else. Yeah. And there's a time she chose you. Ain't that right? The decision of the bride. Now, can I say this? Let's make an application. I'll hurry. Can I say the same goes? We talked about how the Lord desired to have a bride. Can I say this? He will not force you. Brother Kenny will get eventually, probably not this next week, but the next, or whatever he teaches next, he'll deal with irresistible grace. Yeah. That is not a biblical doctrine. Right. What irresistible grace, Calvinists believe this, that, uh, that if, you're, if you're supposed to be saved, you cannot resist it. Right. You cannot turn away. You cannot reject it. You have no choice. You're supposed to be saved. You, that grace is just applied and that's it. That's not what the Bible teaches. Right. I'll tell you this. The Lord is a gentleman and he'll not force himself on anybody. Amen. Isn't that right? Oh, he loves you. He desires for you to be one of his. Can I say this? It'll ultimately be your decision. Right. Is that right? Yeah. If he's dealing with you this morning, it'll not be my decision. It'll not be your mama's decision. It'll not be your daddy's decision. It'll not be your wife, your husband, your children. It'll ultimately be your decision. Yeah, There's nobody else could choose for you. If I could, I'm being honest. I just feel a little bogged down a little bit right there. If I could, Michelle, there's a whole bunch of people been saved a long time ago if I couldn't make that decision. Uh, yeah, yeah. I just can't do it. So I can be your decision. There was nobody. You might have sought counsel. You might have, you might have asked. You might have done whatever. But there was nobody the day that Kenny asked Jessica if she'd marry him. There was nobody made that decision but her. Isn't that right. Her decision. 
Oh, we see the, the desire for the bride. We see the decision of the bride. Then I'm going to start with the dedication of the bride. Tell me if you would, Genesis chapter 2. Genesis chapter 2, verse 24. I've heard, I promise you, I'm not done. I'm, I'm not going to be long. Genesis chapter 2 and verse number 24. Brother Kenny quoted this this morning. I, I'm not spending much time here. I just want to say a few things. Genesis chapter 2 and verse number 24. Listen to what your Bible says. Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother and shall cleave unto his wife. They shall be one flesh. I want you to me the, the dedication of the bride. They said, Preacher, what do you mean by that? The husband, the, the groom, the, the, the man was the one that had this desire. He pursued after her. And then she made a decision. She made the decision that she would go. And in that moment, everything changes for the bride. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. The day we got married, very little changed in my life. By that point, I don't, we'd already, we, 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 we went in together and already bought that single white. I was already living down there. You remember? Yeah. I mean, very little change in my life. The day she said I do, her address changed. Yeah. Her name changed. Right. Now don't lose me. That's her identity. <laughs> yeah. You say, Preacher, what do you mean? I, 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 you women probably ain't gonna like this, but I mean this in a good way. There, the women's liberation movement always screams for identity. Identity. You have your own identity. Be your own woman. That's not what the Bible teaches. Right. The Bible says a man should leave his father and mother, cleaving his wife. They too shall be one flesh. Yeah. She no longer occurred, was who she used to be. Now she had become a part of me. You know right. Ain't that right? Yeah. I'll be honest with you. It's, uh, it's Pastor's Wife Appreciation Month this month, the month of March. And, uh, I will say this. Uh, I, believe that's a, I believe that's a wonderful thing. Yeah. Uh, they got some October's John that I was ready for somebody to come out and tell me I was doing a good job. And I'll tell you this, I believe I believe March is more important than October. And I'll tell you why. These people all over Surrey, Wilkes, and Yakin County, they'd know who I was the moment they seen me. But they wouldn't know her from Adam's house camp. Yeah. Yeah. And if they do, here's what she did. Aren't you part of those lives? Yeah. There ain't nobody ever walking. There's nobody in the last however many years we've been married, whatever it is, from 2015 to now, what is that, seven years, there is nobody ever walked up to me and said, Are you Kendra's husband? Not there. Not more. I've never walked into a church I had them said, Are you the husband of that lady that sung here last week? Oh, no, that's never happened. But it happens to her all the time. Yeah. They're right. Hey, it takes dedication to be a bride. Isn't that right? I'll be honest with you, Earl. I'm just being real honest. I grew up, right there, I grew up, I mean, just literally 300 feet away from where I live right now. That's where I grew up. I wasn't real, I wasn't willing to lose. Didn't quite. 
I was not willing. There was nothing at Charlotte Branch Church Road that I wanted over. I wasn't a thing interested in me over there. I was not willing to move. I, I liked it at Dawson Road. I, I was born at Dawson Road. I, and if the Lord had helped me, I'd die at Dawson Road. I, I don't know what he might do, but unless he sends me somewhere else, I'd just soon die within 300 feet of the first place I ever come to. Yeah. Ain't that right? Yeah. I wasn't willing to move. But you know what she did? She did it willingly. Yeah. Yeah. Never questioned it. Never one time said, maybe we ought not do it. Oh no, she was ready. She was willing, Nancy. I, she'd have went with me anywhere I'd have said go. I, are you with me? Yeah. I, I'm bragging on you this morning. Don't fall out with me. I, now you women need some pet over his mouth. I'm not fussing at you. I'm bragging on you. A woman is a willing vessel. Isn't that right? Yeah. Uh, the man may not be willing to move. Uh, but she is. She'll go wherever he wants to go. Isn't yeah. that right? Yeah. What about this? There's no way. When I was a little boy, I'm talking about Andrew's age, Aaron's age. I remember going down to my great grandpa's. And I, I loved that man more than I did. I don't know why. He didn't ever buy me nothing. I, I think he gave me five dollars the whole time he's living. I mean, just I mean, but he, he, I just loved that man. I loved him more than I even say. I'd go down there when I'd leave. He'd push for me to over there. He'd set me up on his lap, and he'd he'd tell me he'd say, "You're the very." Last part, and he said, "I, I don't." And he tell me, "He said, I want to see it go on. I, I want to see. I want to see another generation." That, and, and I thought, well, now I look back and think, "Well, that wasn't no pressure." But I, I wish he could have seen that. I, I wish he could have seen that. I had two boys, and know yes. that uh, there was another generation coming on. I wish he could have seen that. Can I tell you something? I, I'm a bit ugly. There ain't no way I took her name. Yeah. There ain't no way. I took her name. That meant something to me. Yeah. I wanted to pass on the park name. I'm proud of that, Kirk. Yeah. I, I mean, that's yeah. right. I, I, that my great grandpa's got about 55 acres that are on that farm. I, I'm proud of that. I, I'm proud of that name. I, I said, oh, we sure not be proud of soup. It's all I know. Yeah. Yeah. And I turned in that road down there, and it says Park Road. I, my heart swells with pride just a little bit. I don't know that's my legacy. I, that's what he worked for. That's what he laid for it. He put his blood, sweat, and tears into it and built a family and built a legacy. I'm proud of that. It ain't no way I took over her name. Well, I'm gonna get some I'll get some phone calls over this. I wasn't interested in hyphening it either. Yeah. Ain't that right? I wasn't interested in being Christopher Park upright. Somebody say amen right there. I'm talking about I, I, I wasn't interested in taking her name. Do you know what she what she was with? Well, the prophet and take on my name. Right. It's, it takes dedication to be a bride. Yeah. Yeah. You realize it'd be hard for me. I'm just being honest. It'd be, I do not know this morning if I can do what she does. I do not know, Tom, if I can go into a church, go everywhere I went, somebody associate me by her. I don't know if I could do that. I don't know if everywhere I went, somebody mentioned Archie Kimber's husband. I don't know if I could do that everywhere I went. But she does it. Yeah. Does it win? Right? Yeah. Does it win? Are you with me? And the bride takes dedication. The dedication of the bride. And let me say this. Let's apply it. You realize when you got saved, all those things apply to you and I as well. Right. Hey, listen, the moment I got saved, 
I'm no longer a citizen of this world. Right. right. I'm just a stranger passing through. Go ahead. Oh, can I say that night as a seven-year-old boy, I was perfectly willing I, I to say I'll give up everything this world's got. I, I just want to be with you. I, are you with me, God? Yeah. Yeah, man, I'm about to come up through. Can I say the Bible said to the crew of the disciples that were first called Christians at Antioch? That's not a badge. That's not a that's a badge of honor this morning. I, I, can I say I'm glad to be identified with him? Yeah. I, yeah. I'm glad to take on his name. I, I'm glad to lose my identity I, and take on to him. I, can I say why? Well, I may not be able physically to do what my wife does. Can I say this in order to be something of the child of God? It's not about uplifting me. It's not about my name being in lights. It's not about people knowing my name. God, I want to know who He is. Uh, and if they don't know me, that's fine. Uh, but I want to know Him, the one uh, that I'm identified with and wrapped up in and become one flesh. Uh, and it takes dedication this morning to yeah. live right. right. And there's not a man in this world be willing to do what a wife does. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I, I'm trying to break over to my. I, mean, I thought this was going to be encouragement, but hey, y'all look like you're about to get sick. I'm just telling you. Hey, not a man in this world do what a woman does. Yeah. Right. Watch this. Can I say this? Not only. You say, Preacher, what else does a woman do? Can I say this? I told you a minute ago, I want it. More than I can put in words, I wanted to have at least one boy so the park name would go on. But you know what my wife did? That was my desire. That's not her heritage. That's not her lineage. She took that name on by marriage. I'm not trying to be ugly. I'm just being honest. I haven't thought about this right now. Do you realize that twice now, and I don't don't laugh when I say this because I don't mean it funny. Twice, my wife is literally Entered into the jaws of death to give me children. Yeah. They're right. Mm-hmm. They don't carry on her heritage. That's right. They're not uprights. Yeah. Now stay with me. That they're parts. Yeah. Yeah. They're right. You're right. But she was willing to go through the, the suffering and go through the pain. And literally, I mean, I'm not being hurt. Everybody talks about how beautiful it is. Don't fall everyone to say this. Uh, they ain't nothing beautiful. Uh, how about a baby being born? I, I'm not, I'm not, I, picked on, I picked on somebody the other day and I said, you know, it didn't bother me a bit. It didn't hurt me not one bit. But all jokes aside, I was a nervous wreck. Uh, Kirk, I want so bad just take it away from her. Yeah. I want so bad to make it better. Uh, but can I tell you what she was? Uh, she was willing to endure it to have those boys. Yeah. And they a man in this world do what a woman does. That's right. Be honest with you, I love my boys, but I would not have went through what she went through to have them. Okay, right? I'm awful quiet, I I just had myself kind of going to have to You see the dedication of the bride. No, it's with me the duty of the bride. Come on, Titus chapter 2. I'm hurrying. Titus chapter 2, real quick. Titus chapter 2. Notice the duty of the bride. Now she's made her she's made a decision. She's she's dedicated herself to her husband. Now what is it that she does? Watch what your Bible said. Titus chapter two, verse three. The aged women likewise, that they be in behavior as becometh holiness, not false accusers, not giving them much wine, teachers of good things. I thought that was so 
appropriate. That he said, teachers of good things. Now I know I know what he's saying. I know I know Paul or this person Holy Ghost is saying that they're teaching these younger women good things. But the Bible said he that so find wife find if they good things. Mm-hmm. Right? Can I say this just real quick? It's important of the duty. But you older ladies, you ought to be helping some of these younger ladies. Teaching them good things. And yeah. you ought to be helping them along the way. What would you mind some verse four? I'm gonna hurry. I'm gonna quit in just a few minutes. They may teach the young women to be sober, to love their husbands, to love their children, to be discreet, chaste, keepers at home, good, obedient to their own husbands, that the word of God be not blasphemed. Now, I, there's a lot I could say, but I, I know you get tired. I, I'm going to quit. Can I tell you what the duty of the wife is? There's a lot of things listed right there, but you can sum it up in two things. I think it's verse 3 or verse 4. So the Bible said to be lovers of their husbands. Love their children. Yeah, right. Yeah. Listen to me. One old preacher said it like this The husband is the head of the home, but that wife's the heart of the home. Yeah, amen. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Bible said that they love their husbands and love their children. Now, I told you the other day, nowhere in Scripture is there an absolute command, wives love your husbands. Not in that. We're commanded husbands love your wives and just yeah. love the church and gave so forth. But nowhere in scripture does it say that a wife is commanded to love her husband. But it does say here in Titus that the older women should teach the younger women how to love their husbands. Yeah. Can I say this? You know what the job, you know what your duty is as a wife? To love your husband and love your children and be the heart of that home. Yeah. Right? If you'll do that, all the rest of fall in place. Right. You don't have no problem being a keeper at home. You love your husband, love your children. Last night we got up. I don't know about three o'clock. The boys come in there, and both of them said, uh, "Both of them said, Mama, I just don't feel good." You know what? She she never questioned, never hesitated, never thought about it, never said, I, "I'm sleepy." You no, know, she just hopped right up. She picked them up from there in the kitchen, and she gave them some medicine and checked their fever, and she held them for a few minutes, and she carried them to bed. Never even quit. You know, I thought she loves her. Right. Nobody has to tell her what to do. Nobody has to make her do that. She just love your husband and love your children. All the rest of them fall in place. Isn't that right? Yeah. Now, let me say this. As far as the duty, let's make application. You and I in Scripture pictures of the bride of Christ. You know what we ought to do? And watch this. You know what we ought to do as the bride? What our duty is? To love our husband. That be the Lord Jesus Christ. Just to love him. Now, we love him. Because he first loved us. Right. And they're right. Just love our bridegroom. I'm saying to love your children. So preacher, what's that? You ought to have a love for the body of Christ. You ought to love him and love the brethren. Everything is falling place. Yeah. That's all that he requires of us is to love him, love the brethren. Everything else falling place. Brother Kenny said this morning, you know that you say, he said, he said, Bob just had a first job. Love the brethren for the way you know you say. Because you love, you love the children of God. Yeah. Well, that's our duty this morning. I'm afraid we miss that sometimes. Can I say this? I'm moving. I'm hurrying. I'm going to get this last one. I'm quitting. Can I say this? It do us real good. I, I fail sometimes to remember myself. 
it do you good to realize that there is not one person you come in contact with that the Lord does not love. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. Next time something goes, you say, preacher, you don't know what I'm going through. You don't know the problems I've got. You don't know what I'm facing. Next time something happens at work and you feel your temper rising, you ought to just look at that person and realize that the Lord loves them. They're right. You find your temper be going down. They're right. Next time you don't have to get in a little span, you feel you get ready to say something you are not saying. Thank God, if you just realize that He loves her, He loves you. Yeah. Are you with me? Yeah. That's our duty. We must love Him before anything else, yeah. and then love, our, love, love the brethren. What's what your Bible said? I'll say this quickly. I'd be, I wouldn't be doing my job if I didn't. Verse four: That they may teach the women to be the young women to be sober, to love their husbands, to love their children. Now, I know some of you moms are going to fall out of me right here, but I'm just going to tell you, and it's right. I want you to know what, what they said. They didn't say love your children, and then love your husbands. So they love their husbands. They love their children. And I believe they'll be kept in that order. There's a whole lot of marriages that fell apart after the youngest been out of the house because mom and daddy forgot to love each other. They got so wrapped up in them youngins. That they couldn't, they didn't remember how to love each other. Them youngins was gone. Uh, they didn't know what else to do. Uh, are you? Yeah. Don't die on me. If you want, I wasn't going to preach all this, but if you're going to die on me anyway, I might as well just go ahead and say what I want to say. Can I say this? Uh, I've had to come sit in my office, been married 30 years, and look at me and say, Preacher, we just fell out of love. Somewhere along the way, we just fell out of love. Uh, let me tell you what happened. Now, listen to me. You, I'll pick on Jessica. She'd take it. She's tough. I'll pick on her. The Lord give you him long before he give you them. Right. Yeah. Ain't that right? Yeah. And when they all are moved out and gone, you know who you'll still have? God help you. You'll still have him. <laughs> Ain't that right? Love your husband first. Then love your children. I don't mean that you love him more. I don't mean you don't love him enough. That's not what I'm saying. I'm telling you, you know what them youngins need? They need to see a mom and love on their daddy. Yeah. Yeah. That teaches them boys what kind of wife they ought to look for. And it teaches them girls what kind of wife they ought to be. Yeah. They ought to see a strong fellowship and strong relationship between that mom and daddy. And you get that right, them youngins take care of themselves. Ain't that right? Yeah. Watch this. I'm hurrying. We see the we see the devotion or the duty of the bride. Now notice really quickly, uh, and I'm done. I, I won't even read it. I just I just say a few things to quit. <coughs> so we've seen we've seen the desire for a bride. This bridegroom pursues her. We've seen the decision of the bride. We've seen her dedication. We've seen how she was willing to leave everything, take on his name, go to where he is. We've seen that. Scripture. Then we've seen the duty of the bride. How what, what her responsibilities are as a bride. To love her husband, to love her children, to keep her at home, to those good things that we see that. Then as the sum it up right here. What's all that going to do? What's going to be the destination of the bride? And I'll put it. Now, I told you last week, I believe it was last Sunday, talking about the marriage supper. I talked I told you a little bit about how in those days of Bible days. That what would happen is you, there was a, there was an engagement. There was also a betrothal. And that betrothal was a binding agreement between two parties that was as good as the wedding in everything but being together. It was as binding as the wedding itself. They just were not yet together. Yeah. 
What would happen is they'd make this betrothal. The bride would stay at her daddy's house and the bridegroom would stay at his parents' house. And on the day of the wedding, the day of the wedding, that bridegroom would leave his daddy's house and he'd begin his journey to where she was. Already betrothed, knowing a day was coming, he'd come to where she was. He'd take her from her parents, escort her back to his daddy's house where the wedding ceremony would take place. And from then on, they'd forever be together. You with me? Yeah. Can I say this morning, what a joy. I remember when Mick was a dating, it used to break my heart. I'd pull up at 1360 Charlotte Branch Church Road. And I'd, I'd pull up and we'd sit there just as long as we could, Tommy. And I'd get out of the truck and I'd walk her to the door and I'd stand in there and talk to her just as long as I could. And then I'd walk out to the truck and she'd walk back out there with me and we'd stand there and talk just as long as we could. And finally I'd look at my watch and I'd know I was going to be late. And I'd, I'd get just one more kiss. And I'd, I'd just squeeze her just one more time. And I'd get in my truck. And it'd like to kill me. Especially after we've been dating several years. It'd just about like to kill me to back out of that driveway. And leave. only been a whole week before I've seen her again. But can I say on January, was it the 10th? January 10th. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what day it was, but I know it was a glad, glad day. Because that day, oh, they wasn't no more leaving her somewhere else. Man. That day, she went home with me. Yeah. Oh, y'all got to hit me this little bit. That day, things changed. That, that day, it was more than just calling through the week and saying, I can't wait till Saturday. I can't wait till Friday. Oh, no, now we wasn't anticipating anything. Now we were together. Now we were in communion. She was there when we got up in the morning. She was there when we went to bed at night. We were together. Isn't that right? Yeah. That's the destination of the bride, to be with her bridegroom. They're high. But don't, get, don't look sad about that. I'm, I'm, I was happy about it, bless God. I think she used to be. She might not be on that I'm still pretty happy about it. Can I say this? Let's make application. I'm done. Can I say it right now? If you're here this morning, say by the grace of God. Oh, we've been betrothed. We're as good as at the marriage supper. Yeah. But he just ain't here yet. Right. Oh, may some of you have been saved, Lord, I've been alive. You're every morning, you wake up, and you're wondering if today be the day he's coming back. I wish I could tell you that it was, but I don't know this morning. But I do know this, he's coming. Yeah. Oh, yeah. One of these days when he comes, there'll be no more heartaches, and there'll be no more tears. Right. There'll be no more suffering, and there'll be no more wandering, and there'll be no more gravesides, and there'll be no more funeral homes, and hospitals, and all those things. Right. Now, you leave me tell you all that. But the thing that I'm the most looking forward to, I didn't get to go Friday night here, Brother Noah. He went here, I got sick on Friday afternoon, and I heard he did a fantastic job. Yeah. They tell me that uh, he preached on some things that won't be there. Right. Boy, that's exciting. Yeah. Oh, but can I tell you what I'm the most looking forward to? Is to see the one I gave my heart to a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, Rebecca over in Genesis 24, she, she said, I will. Do you realize what separated her from Isaac? 500 miles of desert before she ever got to Isaac. Yeah. You know what I'm living in? I'm living in 500 miles of desert. Yeah. 
Are you with me? Oh, but the Bible said, it's on her side. She goes a little bit. The Bible said that when she came and she saw Isaac, she lighted off the candle. But the Bible said, I know it's just a picture, it's just type, but I still like it. When she saw him, that candle's a picture of grace, by the way. She didn't need grace no more once she saw Isaac. Yeah, that's right. You realize there's going to be a day we sing about amazing grace and shout and rejoice, but there's going to be a day I won't need it no more. Right, right. Are you listening to me? There's going to be a day I, I won't need his mercies to be new, uh, because it'll be an everlasting day uh, where night will never come. Uh, and my faith's going to end in sight. Uh, oh, yeah. have Happy day, happy day. I'll tell you this morning, there's coming a glad day when we see him that we're looking for. The Bible said when she saw him, she lighted off the candle. The Bible said when Isaac saw her, he ran to her. The Bible said, oh my. Can I say this? There's coming a day that God the Father look at God the Son. So go get your bride. And when he comes, he's not there yet. Sammy Allen, you say he'll not stop in Jupiter. He'll not stop in Mars. He's not stopping to look at the Milky Way. Uh, but he's coming for you and he's coming for me. Uh, to take us out. Uh, to forever be with the Lord. Uh, yeah. What a happy day. Yeah. Can I say this? If you've never been saved, if you've never made that decision, he loves you this morning. He desires you. Right. The only thing keeping you from having that day too is making a decision. Say, I will go. Yeah. Let's stand our feet all across the building.